0: Monday, June 21st, and Tuesday, June 22nd of 2021. Sorry I missed yesterday. Um, Sometimes life just hands you a swift kick to the ass, and it just knocks you down for a day. And that's what happened yesterday. Um, I won't go into it. This is not, sometimes I treat it like it, but this is not therapy. Um, And it was just a rough day yesterday. We're back. We're good. Um, it was just a not so great day yesterday, which made me really sad because, um, I just got like no time to focus on the stuff that I wanted to, um, but that's okay. Sometimes life happens and luckily it was like my day off my day job. And so I was able to take the time to deal with the stuff. Um, so anyway, we do have two days of coverage to go through. It's going to be kind of busy. Um, we are going to start with the Euro Cup stuff for the day. Um, so over the past two days, uh, yesterday, Crown Prince Frederick, along with Prince Christian, attended the Russia-Denmark match, um, in which Denmark won four to one, um, which solidified... Denmark's place in the round of 16. Um, again, this was a game I was really excited to see, uh, did not watch because life was rough yesterday, but that's okay. We made it through, um, and very excited to watch Denmark play in the final 16. Um, cause obviously, you know, they've just had, it's been a rough Euro for Euro match for them, Euro cup for them so far. Um, So that has been lovely. Um, And then today, Monday or Tuesday, I don't even know what day it is, you guys. Um, But today, the Duke of Cambridge attended the England Czech Republic match. Um, And so England won one to zero, which I think solidifies that they are now going, yes, they are now going to the round of 16 as well Um, during William's visit or during William's attendance. He also had a chance to meet with the UEFA president. So it's the I think it's the Union or the European Union Football Association or something. I don't quite know what UEFA is, but it's the football association that is hosting the Euro Cup. So it has something to do with football like, you know, there's FIFA for the World Cup, things like that. I don't completely understand. You guys, I've only been watching European football for, what, a week and a half now? Maybe two weeks? Like I'm not an expert by any stretch. Um, So, so far, most of the monarchies have made it. Um, So Denmark, Netherlands, Belgium, and England have so far qualified for the round of 16. Um, Both Sweden and Spain play tomorrow at the same time, which is annoying to me. I'm just going to say that. I'm super frustrated by that. Um, That's okay. I'll deal with it. Um, But they, I'll probably watch the Spain game. I think Sweden has a better chance of making it than Spain does. Um, From what I can tell, Spain's in a rebuilding year is what the commentators on ESPN keep saying. So that's what that is, Um, but we'll see. Spain may be able to push out a trip to the round of 16, but that game is tomorrow. Um, So I will be probably watching that. Um, So that is all of our Euro Cup discussion for the day. Um, I don't know. I'm still very much enjoying Euro Cup, um, although I didn't watch a ton over the weekend because life. Um, But that's okay. And so that is what was going on there. So now let's go ahead and move on to the Belgian royal family. in Belgium on Monday. Um, There were a couple of different events, but not a lot of details released because they were both audiences. Um, And so like every Monday, King Philippe held his weekly audience with the Prime Minister. Um, And then he also held an audience with the President of Kenya, the Republic of Kenya, who is on an official visit to Belgium. I didn't do a ton of research into why, just that's what the statement said. So I went ahead and went with that. Um, And so that was very cool. Um, And then today we had um, an ambassador credential ceremony. So King Philippe received the ambassadors from the uh, received the credentials rather from the new ambassadors to Belgium, from Kazakhstan, Nigeria and Georgia. And so this is the first time they always share like little Instagram stories or Facebook. Is is it called Facebook stories? I don't really use Facebook. Um, If you follow this podcast on Facebook, I'm really sorry. Um, I'm just, I much prefer Instagram and my website. And if I were to add another social media platform, it would probably be Twitter. Um, I don't really like Facebook. I do have one for the podcast, but like, probably shouldn't um, because I just don't utilize it. Um, But anyway, I do check it for like um, groups that I'm a part of and stuff like that. But like, that's the only reason I'm active on Facebook. Um, But so I was checking Facebook and and also that's where some royal families have their social media presence, not anywhere else. So I have to have a Facebook for that. Um, I just don't post on it for myself or for the podcast. Um, but on the Facebook or Instagram, the Instagram story, but maybe the Facebook, they did show a little bit of like how the ambassadors arrive, but I didn't see a carriage. It doesn't mean there isn't one. I just couldn't see it. It also looks like it was maybe raining in Brussels today. So the video just wasn't super great. Um, so still researching that, trying to figure it out. Um, Maybe someday I'll have a clear answer. But um, so that was King Philippe's event for the day. And then Queen Mathilde had a, cu- a busier schedule. Um, so she took part in a few events this morning that focused on the sustainable de- development goals um, and their implementation in Belgian companies, uh, both public and private sector companies. Um, and then uh, so there was a roundtable discussion first And then she was able to take a tour of a pharmacy lab. That was the actual like site of the roundtable discussion. Um, So that was very cool. Um, I do love she wore like the shoe protector things that you need to wear in like labs and stuff like that. She put them on over her heels, which is my new favorite thing. Um, I love it. It's not like it's not like she's the only royal woman who does it. It just cracks me up every single time. Um, So that was her first event. And then back at the Castle of Laken, um, she took part in a digital conversation that was focused on violence against children um, and a conversation about the uh, UN's recent report on the topic called Hidden Scars How Violence Harms the Mental Health of Children. Um, so that was her event today. Um, and I don't know, it was just fun um that that first event it felt very non-COVID and I think I talk about this every now and then like it's really nice to have things that aren't like out of the palace out of confinement type of things that aren't focused on COVID like it's it's just so nice and I know that it's going to become the norm and like I'll eventually stop talking about it when it feels super normal, but like right now it just doesn't feel that normal yet. Um, So it's, it's just really, really great to have that be happening. Um, So that is what was going on in Belgium over the past couple of days. And so now let's go ahead and move on to the UK. There is a lot to get through with the British Royal Family, um, like so much to get through. So we're just going to go go through it pretty quickly. I'm going to try not to talk about too much um, because today was an extremely busy day. So I'm going to take a peek at the court circular yesterday. Um, I will say the only public facing event yesterday, there actually weren't any. Um, the biggest piece was that it is, um, it was the Duke of Cambridge's 39th birthday yesterday, so that, of course, uh, was celebrated by the royal family on social media. Um, and it looks like the only thing happening kind of behind the scenes yesterday, and this is a big deal, um, is that the Prince of Wales held a meeting with the President of the Republic of Columbia via telephone, um, and so that... Was on the court circular for yesterday. Um, so now let's get through the things today. Um, the Prince of Wales had an engagement where he visited an, a new farm uh, center called Farm Ed uh, focused on teaching about uh, teaching like engaging people in farm and food education with the ultimate goal of promoting diverse farming systems to help reverse climate change. Because um, agriculture, can, agriculture can have a huge impact both on the creation of this climate change crisis we're in, but also in the resolution. Um, so this is a really cool organization, right up Charles's alley, amazing. Um, also, he wore sunglasses and like, Prince Charles never actually looks cool because I don't know that's just like a personal like he doesn't ever look cool to me um but he was trying very hard and like almost succeeded like it might be the coolest i've seen him look but i still don't think he looked cool but he was closer i don't know um anyway uh and then the duchess of cornwall had a couple of engagements today so she uh visited the Griffin primary school to open their new school library, which can I just say like side note, how cool is it to have a member of the Royal family open a school library? Like how cool is that? I just think that's awesome. Um, And so she opened the library and then read like the first reading um, corner type of thing in this library was done by Camilla. Um, and she read the book, The Tiger Who Came to Tea. And then it seems like she took maybe like a small tour of the school as well as um, was able to be present for a performance in her honor by some of the students. Um, it was like a musical, a little like a song that they gave to her um, or that they performed for her. So that was really fun. Um, and then she took on another engagement, um, visiting the Elephant Family exhibit that is hosted at St. James Park right now. Um, And so she took part in the launch of the Literacy Trust's Elephant Story Trail. Um, So we have talked, and I'm not sure how recently we've talked about this, Um, like I don't remember the last time I talked about it, which probably means it's time to talk about it. Um, But the Elephant Family is an exhibit that um, is being done, I think, by Conservation UK An Elephant Family, which is an organization in and of itself um, that put together these wooden elephants, like life-size elephants, um, to be displayed around the UK to um, focus on Elephant Family's mission as well as Conservation UK's mission. Um, The reason... One of the reasons we've seen Camilla be so involved is that her brother, um, Mark Shand, I think it's his his first name is Mark, um, was on the board for Elephant Family. And so this is a highly personal thing for Camilla. Um, Like he wrote a book about it. um, And so... She is very involved in the organization, but she also has com- found a way in this particular thing um, with the Literacy Trust to meld her two worlds a little bit. Um, and so the Literacy Trust is for reading and, um, and so they combined and have an elephant focused program um, that she launched today. So that was very, very cool. Um, And then finally today, so we already talked about William's uh, attendance at the England versus Czech game, Um, and so then we have the final event. So today the Duchess of Cambridge visited the Urban Nature Project at the National History National History Museum, is that right? Um, Where she joined, and so they have this project to help children understand like the nature around them and it's the natural history museum. I'm not sure what happened when I typed, I knew that wasn't right. So it's the natural history museum. Um, So she took part in a couple of activities with the kids, um, including making a spider like a craft spider uh, that then she named cuddles, which is just perfect. It is perfect. Um, and again, this is not a fashion podcast. If you're here for talk about clothes, it doesn't happen very often. I feel like I'm doing it a lot today, but everyone was just so great. Um, but Kate was in like jeans, like cropped ankle jeans that weren't skinny jeans, which was amazing. Um, and a white t-shirt and like a pink blazer that is very cool and has very functional pockets, it looks like, which is so important, Um, and some white sneakers. And it was just like a very casual, cool look for what the event ended up being. It was great. Um, So that is what was going on in the UK public facing. Let's take a quick peek at the court circular um, to see if there are anything, if there's anything that we did not talk about. The Prince of Wales held a meeting with the Royal Drawing School and a meeting um, with the Royal Opera House of which he is patron. Um, And then it looks like the Duchess of Cornwall had another event with the Royal Naval uh, Chaplaincy Service. Maybe. Yeah, I don't understand that one. Um, And then uh, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge held meetings, held a meeting with the staff of the Royal Foundation, of their Royal Foundation, and so everything else we have talked about. Um, So that is what was going on in the UK, and so now we are gonna take, um, actually, we're gonna skip Denmark. Um, There were a couple of events that I'll quickly go over here, but nothing too serious. So um, on Monday, Queen Margrethe held a farewell audience for the ambassador to Denmark from Cyprus, um, and they released no information from that. Um, And then also um, today, Crown Princess Mary met with representatives from the global fashion agenda of which Mary is patron, but they didn't release a ton of information from that meeting. In fact, that meeting has not even made it to the Danish Royal Family Calendar, but they shared it on Facebook. So who knows? Um, So that is what was going on in Denmark. So now let's go ahead and move on to the Netherlands. There was one event today in the Netherlands, um, but it's kind of cool. And so I want to talk about it because let's talk about non pandemic related things. This is like amazing. Um, So today Queen Maxima visited the, I think it's the Utrecht Medical Center. It's UMC and then it says Utrecht. So I don't, I don't quite know what the U means, but I'm assuming the medical center part is right. Um, or so. I don't think the Dutch word for medical center is medical center, but it's what I'm going with. Um, and so the visit was to focus on treatments that have been postponed due to COVID. So the world shut down for like a year. Um, advancements weren't really happening, things like that just like were not happening. And um, And finally, they're able to happen again. I mean, I think we've been at the stage where they've been able to happen again for a couple months, but like, and to get attention, we are just now reaching that point. Um, And so that was just really, really cool. So she was able to talk with patients and staff and, um, you know, anyone related to this, like researchers and everything to talk about these treatments that have been postponed and like how that has been. Um, And of course, these aren't like life saving things, right? Like those were still happening. But like clinical trials that and beginning stage clinical trials, like all of those resources and funding and everything needed to be diverted to COVID because the world the world needed it to And as much as I would like to wish we could have walked and chewed gum a lot during this time, like we couldn't, we could not multitask. Our lives were taken over by COVID. Um, They had to be. And I think that's okay. but it is very interesting to now like, oh, yeah, this is kind of what real life was like, like I had forgotten. And now we've kind of reached, oh, yeah. Real life was kind of awesome. And now we're almost back into it. This is cool. Um, So anyway, that was like a really cool event, again, not something I can talk a ton about, but enough that like, I wanted to give it some time because how cool is that? Um, So that is what was going on in the Netherlands um, for today. And you guys, I'm, I feel like I've ignored this for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm really sorry. Like there are times when it sounds like I'm kind of giggling or like laughing under my breath or something. It's actually me trying to catch my breath. Um, I have been having a really hard time breathing. Um, and so there are multiple like cuts in here and I don't think they're super noticeable because I try and pick up exactly where I left off, um, where I have like complete coughing fits. And I take longer breaks between like each royal family because I have to get some water or sometimes even like a cough drop or a popsicle or peppermint or something like to soothe my throat because I've been coughing so much. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. It's been going on for a long time, but like it's really ramped up over the past couple of weeks. And so I just noticed myself doing it like towards the end of a segment. So I'm like, you know what? Let me have a little bit of time. Let me talk about it. Um, I'm really sorry. I do try and cut out most of it. But like, as long as I'm able to keep going, I do. Because otherwise, like this podcast would never get done. Like I start recording at 730. I wouldn't be done until like 930. If I took breaks every time I like had to catch my breath like that. So just so you all know, like that's what that noise is. It's I can't breathe very well, um, so we're working on it. I'm figuring it out, doing what I need to do, but just a little heads up, that's why that noise exists. Um, so anyway, we are now going to continue on to the Norwegian royal family. <laughs> only been one event. um, But it seems like it's going to take up a couple of days. Um, So today, well, yesterday, rather, Crown Prince Akun has been was taking part in um, the National Veterans Conference. However, this is taking place over like three days. So yesterday, today and tomorrow. Um, But he had an actual segment in yesterday's agenda. Um, So he took part in an interview that was filmed and streamed out um, because the conference is digital. So it was filmed and streamed out um, with a veteran about how different experiences that veterans have had um, can be used in real world or national um, to assist like the national cause without serving overseas or something along those lines. Um, So he was talking specifically about like intelligence. Um, They also talked about some pretty much more intense things that because I'm not Norwegian, I don't understand. Um, But the whole conversation was very focused on like reentry and also like different ways that skills that these veterans have can be used throughout um, different career paths and things like that, which I think is probably what the majority of the conference is going to be over. Um, so he is scheduled to attend that for the next couple of days, um, or I guess just tomorrow still. I'm not sure what his participation will be. Um, there are it seems like the Norwegian Royal Family's week like ends tomorrow. Um, we'll see what that's about later um, tomorrow. So I'm not entirely sure what's going on there. But um, sometimes that happens with holidays and stuff like that. So anyway, um, that is what was going on in Norway. Again, not a super long segment, but I really wanted to talk about um, that event. And then so with that, we are going to go ahead now and move over to the Spanish royal family. It seems like this week things are going to maybe be a little quieter for the Spanish Royal family. I mean, kind of, it's still like something every day, but it's one thing every day and it's not, it doesn't seem to be taking them all over Spain. (laughs) Um, like so far, everything is in Madrid. I think, um, I'm not sure. I don't think King Felipe is going to the game tomorrow. Um, he may. Pick up some like round of sixteen if Spain makes it, um, but I don't know that they will. Um, but that's okay. Um, so today he presided over a meet. Or er, nope, this was Monday. No oh boy, Monday he presided over a meeting of the Kotec Foundation. Um, so kotec is a um a a organization that really aims to promote new ideas and tech ideas and also like just any kind of innovation, research and design stuff. Um, COTECH does that and it, it of course primarily focuses on the um, advancement of like Spain into that world. Um, and so that's a really awesome thing. Um, and they have, you know, various events throughout the year. King Felipe might be honorary president or, like, the equivalent of what a patron is kind of thing, um, because he's super involved um, and has been, like, his entire, the seven years he's been king, so um, that is what that was. So this was just, like, a board meeting type of thing um, held at the uh, Palacio El Pardo, which is, um, like a building, it's a, it's a palace that is used for a lot of official things. Um, because it's beautiful. Like it's also where foreign visitors will stay when they come to visit Spain. So that's cool. Um, and then today, actually today, uh, King Felipe and Queen Letizia delivered the want to say ABC, like I want to say the Spanish version, but it's ABC, which is ABC in Spanish. Um, And it's a newspaper. And so they have an awards every award ceremony every year, honoring three, like, kind of journalists. I mean, yes, journalists. um, But one for like traditional reporting journalism, a second one for, uh, photojournalism, and then a third one for like the cartoon that is this is a thing that has like always existed and exists to some extent in the US if you're from the US. If you're not, I'm not sure how it exists in your country. But this is something that is like vastly popular in Spain. It's like social commentary through cartoon drawings um, that make an idea or a thing that is happening relatable. Um, So there is a amazing like this is this can be an amazing thing, but it can also be um, very much like making fun of, but it brings these big ideas into a very small format so people can very easily understand, which is super, super important. So I'm like not um, negating its importance. It's just from an American's perspective and also from like, and I see these things in the Spanish world, like it can go way further than I am comfortable with. But that doesn't mean that it's too far. It just means, especially for the Spanish ones. I am not a Spaniard. I understand the culture as much as I can without ever having been there or like anything. Like I'm not Spanish. I don't have relatives that are Spanish. I want to go to Spain and I'm very interested in their culture, but I haven't experienced it yet. So just like my caveat, sometimes I think it's a bit much, but I'm not Spanish. And so maybe it works with that culture. Um, and so. This is an award ceremony that is attended every year by Felipe and Letizia. Um, It was great. I love this event. Um, I found it live streamed, which is impossible. Like I'd never find these things. And I found this one and I'm thrilled about it. Um, And also, I'm just going to say this and then we're going to move on to Sweden. Spain's face mask requirement for outside ends in four days just so you all know, I might lose my mind in about four days when these face masks come off outside. God, I hope they do it. Okay, let's go on to Sweden now. On Monday, King Carl Gustav held a meeting with the Speaker of the Riksdag, which is the Swedish parliament. Um, And so the Speaker of the Riksdag is like similar to our Speaker of the House or um, President of the Senate, which is the vice president. So Speaker of the House is the better comparison there um, because Nancy Pelosi doesn't hold an additional office, Um, but the Speaker of the higher body. And um, they will meet periodically to discuss event, uh, topics going on in the Riksdag that are up for debate. Um, I don't, I'm not Swedish, and I only have seen a blurb about this, but it does seem like there's something political going on in Sweden uh, that will probably never affect our, the royals there, but I just kind of know it's existing. Um, so just, I'm sure that was a topic of discussion. Um, and then there was this thing going on with Prince Daniel. So he took part in like a child program about sports. Um, but this isn't on the Swedish Royal Family's website. It is on their Facebook. So like, that's why I'm talking about it, but it's not on their website. Um, and there weren't a ton of details on the Facebook post, so I don't have a lot to say, but that happened. I think it aired on Monday. Um, they did do I've seen a picture or a video of like the very beginning um, was like a, a mock phone call and Daniel was dressed in like full gala, <laughs> which was funny because there's no way anybody's dressing in full gala right now, clearly. Um, but it was it was cute um but that's like the only thing i've seen of it um but it just looked kind of like bizarre but really maybe engaging towards children and it was all about you know getting up and moving and uh, active making active children so Noble cause. Don't know a lot more about it. Um, and then today we had one event. So King Carl Gustav met with the president of Latvia, who is on an official visit to Sweden. And I'm sure this is to mark a hundred years of diplomatic relations between the two countries. Not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty confident. Um, and so that is what was going on over the past two days. I know I went through that super fast, kind of, um, but. That's just the way it goes sometimes. So, with that, I'm actually gonna just go ahead and end this podcast. Please check out all the places: thedailyroyal.com, the daily royal on Instagram, Daily Royal Podcast on YouTube, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.